0: In the 6th parik of the Megillah we read where Ahasuerus is having a restless night and asks that the Sefer Zichirinus be brought and read. And right then and there Ahasuerus famously decides to reward Mordechai for saving his life. Not coincidentally, Haman arrives into the courtyard of the palace to suggest to the king to hang Mordechai. Much to his surprise, Ahasuerus had other plans. Is a fascinating Gemara Masechtes Megillah that describes exactly what occurred when Haman went to find Mordechai to carry out the king's orders. The Gemara says that Haman went to the Beis Midrash and found Mordechai giving a shear. And he was demonstrating to his students the halachas of kemitzah, the scooping out of a handful of flour from the mencha offering in order to burn it on the mesbeach. Mordechai looked up and he saw Haman coming towards him carrying the reins of his horse. And Mordechai was frightened. He says, This evil man has come to kill me. He tells the students, Run away so he doesn't hurt you as well. The Gemara says, shata. At that moment, Mordechai wrapped himself in his talus and he stood up to daven. Haman walked over to where the students were situated and sat down next to them and waited for Mordechai to finish davening. And while waiting, he struck up a conversation with the students. Haman asked them, So tell me, What was Yeshir all about? What sugi were you learning? They tell Haman, Mordechai was teaching us the laws of Katshim. When the Besmigdash will be rebuilt, one who pledges a mincha, a meal offering, would bring a handful of fine flour and meschaperle, and he will achieve atonement with it. At that point, Haman looked defeated. Haman said to them, your handful of flour has come Vidohi, asara alpha kikre kasper didi, and nullified my ten thousand coins of silver which I had dedicated towards the annihilation of the Jewish people. That's it. My plan has been annulled. The Gemara is implying something astonishing: that as soon as Haman heard that Mordechai was teaching his students the laws of khamitza, he came to the realization that the game is over. His gazera against the Jewish people has been nullified. And the question is, what was it specifically about the sugi of Kemitzah that made it so clear to him that his sovereignty over Klai is coming to an end, and he will ultimately be defeated by Mordechai and the Jewish people? The vision of the offers a beautiful insight. He says, when Haman came to the Bais Medrash and heard Mordechai giving a shir, he was asking himself, what type of alochas could he be teaching them? Considering the fact that the Yidin are on the brink of imminent destruction, He thought he's probably teaching them the laws of Hilchas Kiddush Hashem, Hilchas Tshuva, Vidi, laws of wills, inheritance. To Haman's utter shock and amazement, nothing remotely resembling those laws, but rather he was teaching them the laws that will be applicable only after Mashiach will redeem the Jewish people from Galas and after the construction of the Beis HaMikdash. Haman then concluded, If Mardache and the Jewish people have such great faith, then not only will they survive my decree, but will eventually be liberated from Gaulus. He then understood the essence of Kal Yisrael. It's a people of great faith. People that never give up hope. I will never prevail over such a nation. And that's why Haman was so discouraged and despondent. The Rambam, in the beginning of his magnum opus, the Yad Chazaka, after listing the 630 mitzvahs, says something truly incredible. He says, Do you know why Hashem gave us the yontav of Purim? He quotes a Pasuk and Parshas Veschanan, where the Torah praises Kal Yisrael. goi gadol, how great, how fortunate is the nation of Kal Yisrael. Asher loy that has a God that is so close to us, kashem alekenu, as the Lord our God. Bechol karenu elav, wherever we call upon Him, He always answers our prayers. As the Rambam, Where do we have proof that Hashem answers us when we call out to Him? Says the Rambam, The proof is the day of Purim. Whatever we ask for on Purim, Hashem will grant us that request. Incredible. Chazal say, Anyone who extends their hand, we give them tzedakah. Classically understood, while we normally evaluate charitable requests carefully and weigh their merits, on Purim, anyone who asks, we give them. The Baal Shem Tov says that this statement refers to prayer as well. On Purim, anyone who asks Hashem for something is answered. Purim is an auspicious day for tefillah. So, what distinguishes Purim? Why is Purim such a powerful day for prayer? Perhaps the idea is, Purim, as we know, is the Yontov of hidden miracles. The Gemara says, Esther mena Torah What's the source for Esther in the Torah? Vanoichi hastir astir, a dual expression of concealment. It's called Megillah's Esther, the revelation of the hidden. Hashem's name is not mentioned in the Megillah, but anytime HaMelech is mentioned in the Megillah, it alludes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is hidden in the Megillah. Purim is the day that Hashem performs hidden miracles for us. In Shishanis Yaakov we say, V'tikvasam b'chal dor the day of Purim is our day of hope in every generation. On Purim, any yid can be zoicha to a hidden miracle. That's why Chazal say that on Purim, any person, even a person who is not worthy, like Mordechai Sadik taught us all those years ago, if we have tikvah, if we have faith, and our poishet yad, and plead and daven a sincere tefillah, and stretch out our hand and ask for Yeshua, even something that's seemingly far-fetched, even something that would require a miracle for it to happen. Noisnenloi. On Purim, Hashem will grant us our request. And now, we know. Have a freilich